Chapter Three of the Life of Luther. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Life of Luther by Gustav A. Just. Constantine and the Spreading of Christianity in Germany. One Constantine. After many anxious years, a time of refreshing peace finally came for the Christians. For by God's wonderful providence, a man kindly disposed toward the Christians ascended the Roman throne. This was Emperor Constantine. His father had already been a friend of the Christians, and his mother had even accepted the faith. After his father's death, Constantine was proclaimed emperor by the army. This was in the summer of 306 when in 312 he marched against Maxentius, who had disputed his power in Italy, he called upon the god of the Christians for help against his opponent. The opposing forces met in the vicinity of Rome. While the sun was setting, it is reported that Constantine saw in the heavens a cross bearing the bright inscription, In hoc signo vinces, i.e., you will conquer in this sign. He at once had the eagles removed from the standards, and had them replaced by the sign of the cross. Hereupon his army marched from victory to victory, till the power of his enemy was completely broken, and from this time Constantine became a zealous protector of the Christian church. He published a law permitting every Roman citizen to become a Christian. He even went so far as to make the Christian religion the religion of the state. He favored the Christians by appointing them to high public offices. Sad to say, this increased the number of those who accepted Christianity for the sake of worldly gain. The church now, indeed, had rest from without, but Satan tried to ruin it by false doctrine. A bishop named Arius arose and taught, Christ is not true God, but only a creature. Constantine then called the church council to assemble at Nice in Asia Minor in 325 A.D., three hundred and eighteen bishops assembled there with him in the discussions which followed athanasius a deacon and afterwards bishop of alexandria took a most prominent part with irresistible eloquence he effected the overthrow of the false doctrine of arius and the victorious establishment of saving truth constantine died on pentecost day three thirty seven having been baptized a short time before in compliance with his last wish who is buried in the Church of the Apostles at Constantinople. 2. The Spreading of Christianity in Germany Now the time had come when the light of saving truth was to shine over Germany, and dispel the night of heathenish darkness. For some time already the gospel had been carried to Germany by Christian merchants and Roman prisoners, and thus it came to pass that at isolated places Christian congregations were founded. But the real spreading of Christianity began in the 6th century through missionaries from Ireland and England. Among the first to visit Germany was the Irish monk Fridolin. Together with his companions, he arrived in the Black Forest among the Alemanni. With visible success, he preached the gospel to those children of the forest. He died in 550 and was succeeded by Columban, who together with twelve disciples brought the message of salvation in Christ to the inhabitants of the present Alsatia. But meeting with such opposition, he fled to Switzerland, and then to Italy, where he died in 615, 
a true Christian to the last. His pupil Gallus had remained in Switzerland, and there had founded the far-famed cloister of St. Gallus, where he labored with signal blessing for the spreading of Christianity among the Swiss and Swabian tribes, until in 640 the Lord called him to his reward. Besides these messengers of the faith, others also preached the gospel in Germany, Emmeran in Bavaria, Kilin in Württemberg. The latter suffered martyrdom with his followers in 685. Twenty years after Kilian's death, the English presbyter, Willebrod, with eleven assistants, went to the Frisians. At first the heathen king, Radbod, offered stubborn resistance, but in time he had Willebrod to baptize his own son. And after the king's death, the mission work met with great success. Because of the multitude of fish, Willebrod could scarcely haul in the net. After fifty years of faithful labor, he died as bishop of Utrecht in the year 739. These and other missionaries were the real apostles of Germany and independent of Rome. Through their labors, congregations were founded and flourished everywhere. Before long, however, a man came to Germany who subjugated the German church to the Pope. This was Winifred, also called Boniface. He carried on his work mainly in Thuringia, Hesia, Bavaria, and Frisia. In 755, together with his companions, he was slain by the heathen Frisians. The most stubborn resistance to Christianity was offered by the Saxons. Only after thirty years of continuous warfare were they finally conquered by Charles the Great, and the gospel gained a foothold amongst them. Thus the gospel of Christ sped from people to people, and in the year 1000 great numbers everywhere in Germany confessed Christ Jesus and him crucified. End of chapter 3